Welcome to Boss Talk Radio, the number one online business and entrepreneurial talk show. Brought to you by Elite 8 Tax and Financial Services. Talk Radio, keeping it real, yeah, that's for sure. I said a boss talk radio, here for your needs, we'll crack the code heater. Boss, he gon' fix your situation like there ain't no time for wasting. We ain't playing when we saying heater. And if you ever have a problem, he gon' show you how to solve it. Listen in and he'll show you he the boss. Here's your host, the Texas expert, George Sanders. Good afternoon, Boss Talk family. We are back continuing the countdown for the top 10 success acts. Hope you got the first uh, three down. We are now on number six. And number six is going to be investment. Yes, investment. Now, we're not talking about the stock market, although, hey, everybody wants a return, right? What we are talking about is investing in yourself and investing in your business. Too often, the greatest hindrance to the growth of a business is not a lack of uh, support or clientele. It's a lack of investment by the owner to improve business. Let me explain something to you. People are attracted to success. They don't care where you start. They enjoy watching you grow. And someone who may not have come to you in your earliest stages, but watched you grow, what it tells them is that you're there for the long haul. You're committed to your business. Um, And this is how you also not only attract clients, this is also how you attract investors. It always bothers me that people always are online saying, hey, I need a mentor. And we know the difference between a mentor and a coach is simply that one is paid, scheduled, and have specific deliverables, whereas one you call in a jam for some guidance uh, is for free. But see, you don't choose a mentor. A mentor chooses you. And we usually do that by watching how much you invest in yourself. Do you really think uh, a mentor worth their salt that can give you quality information wants to waste time giving it to someone who will not apply it? A coach is a little bit less concerned. They're going to hold you accountable. But at the end of the day, they're going to get a check. You know, and so it's kind of like, again, going to the gym. You have a gym membership and you don't go. Hey, it's on you. You know, but they're going to show up and they're going to give you what they promise or whatever, but it's on you to uh, to uh, implement it, you know, and they may even give you some freebies here and there, but a mentor chooses you and you can't find a quality mentor without investing or demonstrating your will to invest in yourself. Not just, and we're not just talking about a dollar. Understand this. Everybody has a starting point, right? doesn't matter what it is you're doing. You had a day one. 
somewhere if you're 10 years in business 15 years in business 25 years in business, it doesn't matter you have a day one and at day one wherever you start whether you are well funded whether you're bootstrapping it whatever the case may be on day one wherever you started by the end of that year you should have learned some things you should be better off and you should know where to put some energy into your business where to put some dollars into your business now of course as we spoke on earlier in order to do that, you have to have the data to make the data-driven decisions that's necessary in order to know where to place those things. That, again, is an investment. You have to invest in the bookkeeping. You have to invest in systems that will pay you the return of knowledge of where to go next. Too often, what we see is startups operating purely off of instinct. you know, And some instinctual business skills are good, But at the end of the day, they're bound to fail you because ultimately ego or pride or some other uh, human factor is going to get involved. You know, so investing in proper structure, whether that be an LLC, an S-Core, there's no cookie cutter uh, solution to that, you know, um, sole proprietor, whatever. Um, There's no cookie cutter solution. You have to be willing to invest in yourself, not just at the onset, constantly, constantly. In fact, your personal growth investment, let me ask you this. How many of you have at the beginning of the year before you made dollar one, you've set up a uh, self-development or personal development budget? I have one every year, doesn't matter because I blow it completely out of the water and spend usually twice as much as I set out to, Uh, but I'm addicted to the learning and the growth of my craft. And so if at year five, your business looks no different than year two, you haven't made any uh, operational improvements, you haven't uh, picked up staff, assuming that it's a type of business that requires a staff, if you have no growth, no one will believe in you. No one will want to do business with you. You know, because at that point they're like, okay, can I can I trust this? Yeah, the brand has been around or the business has been around, but I, I don't see it doing anything. You know, I don't see any type of uh, growth at all. Your early years of profit, now so I didn't say your earliest years in business, but your earliest years of profit should all go back into the business. You know, that's when you make leaps and bounds on growth, but you should already have that factored into an operational cost. Um, the profit first model is a good way to look at that. A lot of people don't like this. Oh, well, you got to be making money to do that. Now, the thing about that is it's a discipline. And if you don't have that discipline in your personal life, it's going to be very damn difficult to achieve it in business. If you don't have the type of relationship with money where you can have it and don't spend it, or you can invest it and not look for that immediate gain to pull it out and and, and spend it, then you won't have the right mindset about 
investing in different things in your business because you won't be able to to see it. You won't be able to understand it, that it's for the long term, you know. So uh, let's talk about non-monetary investments. You may have a raw natural talent, something you're just good at. You just woke up and ah, I'm good like that, right? You're nice, right? Well, there's somebody better. You know, some of you are narcissistic enough to believe that you have no competition. And even in very collegiate spaces, at the end of the day, if you have to eat and it's you or somebody else, then there lies your competition, right? It's incumbent upon you to know what the competition is doing. So you have to invest in that, finding that out, right? And then you have to figure out what they're doing that works and don't work. And then whether or not it'll work or not work for you, you have to be willing to try things and everything is not going to work. Right. So when it doesn't, then you say, okay, we put this much here. This didn't work or whatever. We're going to pull that effort. You know, in a recent conversation with the client, uh, they have a um, food truck and it's fairly new. And so they got real, real excited, you know, at the opportunity or whatever. And they start going, you know, head first. And all of a sudden they call me and we're, we're doing our session and they're like, yeah, so I have like 17 flavors. I'm like, why? Why do you have 17 flavors at a startup business? You can't find 17 flavors at a uh, uh, Wingstop, <laughs> you know, they don't have 17 flavors and they're like the wing king, right? You know, so gave them a plan and it started with the question of these 17 flavors, what's your top five? And they spouted off three real quick and then they looked at the sky for the next two or whatever. And then the next question was, how do you know that? You know, is that just your uh, instinct, just you're your kind of a guessing or whatever. How, how do you know that? Well, I know that's what people always are. Show it to me on paper. They did not have the data to support what they were saying, you know. So that was an investment that they now have to make is to be able to track that because their sales system wasn't set up to track the flavor that was being sold, just the size of the order that was being sold, whether it was a six piece or <coughs> a 10 piece or what have you. But it was imperative that they go back and set up that system to be able to say, hey, well, this was lemon pepper and this was uh, garlic Parmesan or whatever in order for them to really know what is working best for them. Here was something else that kind of messed with them a little bit. The cost from prep to the table is not the same for every flavor. It's not. And so you have to kind of compensate and accommodate for that, right? So these are the types of things we're talking about when we're saying make investments. What are some of the investments you're planning to make in your business for 2023? Write those down, write down the objective of those investments and commit to those and you'll start to see 
your uh, business grow. This has been George Dandridge with Boss Talk Coaching. We'll see you guys on the next episode.